podcast. Um, it is a back to school day, so I'm really curious how people's days are flowing. True. You know what I mean? you got to yeah. get back into the routine. I've got to get that Matthew McConaughey photo of uh, him crying driving the car <laughs> and send it to Risey. It's just a standard we've been doing for about four years now, isn't it? Yeah. Whenever Risey says, I'm running late, guys, I just throw that photo up. I know. You send it to me and yeah. I go, that's me right now. Yeah, yeah. picture. Yeah. Crying. Yeah. I used to call it the smash-up derby moment <laughs> when you school pick up. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, um, Your life has changed again, Rise, having to pick the kids up. Yep, exactly. So yeah. three o'clock. Um, I'm lucky that I can walk to school. Yeah. I pity the pe- parents that have to do the drive and yeah. try and park. And there's always coppers hanging around. And <sighs> I do pity those people. Yeah. Little heads up. Um, you can't leave Theo asleep. While you do the short walk to school. What? To pick up the other kids. Of course you can. Pardon? No, you can't. Of course you can. I'm with Steve. This is, that's why the police are hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> They've had complaints from your neighbours. Do, you do you guys remember when I told you I did it um, yes. about five years ago? Yeah. And I left, uh, at the time, Oscar asleep in the mm. cot. And all mm. the parents were like, where's Oscar today? And yeah. I was like, get this. Yeah. Still asleep in the cot. And they're like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a school. That's a deadbeat dad story. Yeah, that is a deadbeat dad affair. story. And Lucy still um, hits me for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, uh, the only thing I was disappointed in, I did the same, but you, you locked the door, mate. You know, <laughs> leaving the house open. True, <laughs> that's not very smart. You guys, <laughs> I'm hoping they're kidding. I'm not sure, but I'm hoping. <laughs> oh, not the front door. I mean, oh, the door. The back no, the door under the stairs, oh, the little room I put in. Listen to the podcast. A little Harry Potter. Da. <laughs> Good morning. Hello. Hello, everybody. Did you pack everyone's lunches? I know. It's back to school day. <laughs> Risey, how you feeling? Hey. I'm like mixed emotions. One On one hand, I'm really sad because I actually love school holidays. Yeah. One, because you don't have to rush around and do the school pickup and yeah. extracurricular. And I love being at home with the kids. And two, I'm absolutely stoked that they're... Little brats are out of my hair well, for, for a few hours. Well, you get to sneak in a surf here and there yeah, on the way home, yeah. don't you? I've got to say, um, the pickup was the one that dragged me down. Really? Yeah, like, oh, no. Yep. Yeah. Right it, in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. See, I loved everything about it. Oh. Everything about school. I loved it when I went. I loved it when Lorkey went. Yeah. I loved school. What about the the school lunches? Because that was loved my job it. last night. It was so fun coming up with creative ways of packing the lunchbox every day. You see, you see, guys, what you got to realise <laughs> is when most women are at home at like you know midnight, going, "Ah, oh, crap! I got to make the singers and everything." Snow White here. <laughs> it sounds like it. Had, had cartoon birds on her shoulders. <laughs> a bit of ham and a little bit of salad. It really was like that. You loved... I, I know. know. I, I know you did. I you know. I wish I had a thousand kids. Yeah. A thousand, everybody. <laughs> and these days as well, they um, they send like a, a list home of like everything you need to buy for the year. So yeah. like one ruler, two glue sticks. Yeah. You even have to is, take is, tissues now. I was going to say, is, is the roll of toilet paper and a box of tissues still on tissues it? Tissues is on it. but And you have to label everything. So you have to Get labels and and like this is you know the names yeah. of all the people. What about toilet paper? I don't know about the toilet paper. What? <laughs> yeah, we'd have to take. I was surprised. Roll. That was when they were little. So that was at year twelve, by the way. Oh, just <laughs> you take your own toilet paper. Well, no, it would just go into the store cupboard. Well, I was surprised you have to do tissues too. now too. Yeah. I was like, what? The, what? Elbow can't chuck in a couple of dollars oh, for yeah. some bloody box of tissues. Tell yeah. me this, I'm going back to you know caveman days. Right. I do recall school toilets. Do they still have those little square waxy bits of paper? Uh, no. Okay, they good. Have... <laughs> Why? What are you talking about? They were, trust me, some will know. 
Might I know what you're talking about. Do you? Yeah, they're in the back of the Redhead Surf Club. They have there you the, are. The crappy oh, you mean they table. still make them, they rising? still make them, In yeah. the silver thing yeah. that you pull out one or two sheets. Yes. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, Tanya, I don't know who invented them, but they were bloody evil. I don't think they're... Are they at schools, though? I don't think so. I think they were at our school. Because they have yeah. no grab. No. <laughs> it's very oh God. I'm going to go with that. All right. That's enough said. That's enough. But they had no grab. They were a perfect waste <laughs> of time. Leave it alone. If anything, go grab a bunch and go home and make a freaking candle because they were useless to do anything else. Why would you put wax on a toilet? Oh, Thank you. Yeah. A good question. Strange, I know. It? So I, they're still a redhead. Uh, at the surf at club. At least at the yeah. surf club, right? You know, the yeah. toilet, public toilets there. You can put them to good use and just wax your ball. <laughs> exactly. Not just slide up and down your butt doing that. Oh, my God. <laughs> can you bring in a, couldn't you bring in a square? Just a square. Okay. I'll tell you what, that's I'll do, my, I'll do my best. I'll <laughs> drive in there today. I, you know what I like, I like about that the best? What? He's just mentioned about the horrendous pickup day he's got, but his <laughs> number one thing to do, I've just got to go to the <laughs> surf club to and get toilet. a square of wax yeah, toilet paper. It's your homework, because I, I haven't seen one in years. I honestly didn't think they made them anymore. Yeah. I don't know why I'm going to doing this, but um, your, it doesn't grab. We're going to go to Jennifer in Belmont uh, North. He's got another description, I think. You're so right, Jen. What do you think, Jen, of the waxy toilet paper squares? It don't wipe. Nah. Oh, oh, Jennifer. That's it. Please. I'll tell you what, you know what comes after that while we're there? <laughs> Tears. <laughs> Thanks, Jennifer. <laughs> really painting the picture I there. Forgot I don't think Risey should die. Uh, what have you started? I don't think Risey should go and get the slice. What we should do is track down who invented it. Well, that's what I meant. Because bring that could in. be our first door, door slap. Well, <laughs> bring it in. We're going to send it off to a scientist. Okay. I've got a mate. By the way, perfect. You don't have to send it too far. Excellent. Yeah, it just sounds cool. Good idea. And find out what its what what its composition is, because mm. it can't just all be paper. By the way, just because your friend looks like Beaker from the Muppets <laughs> doesn't make him decide. Recorder stylings of tea Wilkes. That wasn't very good. I honestly didn't think this segment could get any worse. Oh, it can get a lot worse. You know, I haven't admitted Trust something me. to you. What's that? I was going to get you, a, <gasps> yes, a brand Do new you? flash wooden one. Wow. At Muso's Corner a couple of weeks ago. How much just are they? randomly. Well, thank you. That's why you didn't get it. <laughs> really? Are they expensive? No, no, not really, no. There was one there actually for 40 bucks. Oh, still? Yeah. These are 10. Uh, well, and My plastic one's about 10. No, not, no, I tried. You can't break the wooden ones. So um, <laughs> I thought we'll just stick with this one for now. <laughs> Tanya plays songs on the recorder brilliantly, we might add. Right? Yeah, well, absolutely. Brilliantly. <laughs> um, and you guess a song and you score the goodies, which is good today. Oh, it certainly is. It's a double pass to the Red Hot Summer Tour, which is featuring Paul Kelly, Bernard Fanning, Missy Higgins and more. Rocha State, Hunter Valley, March 25. Yeah, just give us a call right now. one triple three five three. If you want to have a crack at the song Tanya's about to play on the recorder, we've got a brave soul straight away. Wow. Jamie from Abbott Glasson, you've jumped the gun. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Righto. All right, Jamie, I think, okay. you, I think you're going to nail this. Now, I haven't heard it and oh. I don't know, so I'm uh, playing along with you guys. You ready? Yep. Jamie. No, I've got... I know it. Really? Oh, I like that yeah, little I, bit at the end. I picked it by the, the name. Wow. One triple three five three. if you think you know what that song is, I think you uh, you did a pretty good job there, Tanya. Thank you. 
I, uh, <laughs> see how he gives a compliment that he hides because he doesn't mean it? So doesn't mean it. Yeah, there's a word for it. It's called pathetic, mate. But, uh, but uh, that's our rise. Uh, Kirsty's at Walzang. G'day, Kirsty. Hi, how you going? Good. I know Risey likes to call it encouraging. <laughs> now, Kirsty, try it. Listen carefully because you'll know it. It's just naming yep. it. Here we go. What is it, Kirsty? Is it royal? Oh, yes! Well done. <laughs> yes. Wow. Nice work. Mate, you're going along to see uh, Paul Kelly. Hang on, hang what? on, hang on what? Steve. What did oh. you say, Kirsty? I said you nailed it, Tanya. Thank you, oh. Kirsty. <laughs> not, like, uh, not like Tanya to shut me up so she'd get a compliment. Now <laughs> <laughs> Steve, shut up! Someone's saying something nice! <laughs> Fair call, too. Mate, Red Hot Summer Tour, Paul Kelly, Bernard Fanny, Missy Higgins, the list is there. You're going to Rocha State to check it out, okay? Awesome, thank you so much. You are welcome. Well done, Kirsty. You can grab your tickets from Ticketmaster if you do want to go to that gig. <laughs> Don't you hate it, though, if someone does do I that? Know. But everyone's talking over. It's like, yeah. <laughs> no one heard it but tell you. Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Do you want to take us out with a little bit of Lord Royals in Absolutely. three, two, and one? That's enough now. It's literally every Tuesday at 6.25, I just sit and go, if Dad could see me now. Oh, I had a great time in the lounge room yesterday. <laughs> and you know what? Someone that lives nearby was singing, but along with me, yeah. but singing in a really condescending fashion, mm-hmm. mm. meaning they wanted me to shut up. Oh. Yeah. So I opened the door even wider. Oh. <laughs> You leave the door open when you're practising? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's me. <laughs> that's Tanya and Steve. You know how I love to read a headline and not much more to you. I do. But I do love this headline. Got us into trouble a few times. Many times Continue. it has. True. I always rely on Tanya to maybe come up with what the actual article's about. <laughs> I just love the headlines because this headline just stood out to me. Mm. And it says, here's the headline, legalising cannabis could generate tens of billions in revenue for our country, enabling... Big doll increases, <laughs> meaning up to $80 a week more on the doll. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Yeah. Yep, they're going to legalise it and then give doll, <laughs> doll people more money so they can buy it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know that's not true or it's very sweeping, but it's still funny. <laughs> yep, we're going to legalise marijuana and then we're going to give people on the doll more money. Well, this is... A, can I dive into the article for you? Oh, go on then. So the article. Go on, ruin it. So the Greens have commissioned um, this particular study. Yeah and they're doing surveys all over the country. Mm. Um, it's a path that has been embraced by Canada. Yep. And they say where marijuana can be bought by adults at government-run stores and licensed private retailers, it stops the goings-on in back streets mm. and it's, it prevents people from ending up in prison. Yes. It's a very sweeping statement. Filling feel, 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 prisons with... Ridiculous yeah. amounts, yep. And it does generate, and they've done their numbers, and mm-hmm. they reckon it could create $28 billion in revenue in the first 10 years gotta, of it being legal in this country. You've got to pay that COVID debt off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> now, when they've um, they've put a put a poll up online, and I've mm. been watching it ever since you sent me this article. I was really surprised. Where are we at now with it? Well, so far, 38,000, over 38,000 Australians have had their vote on this. That's a lot. <clears throat> it is a lot when you consider yeah. most surveys are done with 1,200 people. That's yeah. so true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, 38,000. Mm. Sorry, this COVID throat of mine. Sorry. Right, 
Um, 83% of us say yes. There you go. To legalise it. Yes. To legalise marijuana. Yep. You take away the crime, you take away, yep, um, mm. yeah, no, I know. So that's, that's the other parts of Australia. What do Novicastrians think? Where are we at these days? We were just reminded by, um, Jace that we talked about this 12 months ago, so mm. almost to the day. Maybe yeah, they, right. Maybe it's a cycle for newspapers to sure. roll out these stories. But... I don't know what he meant, but he kind of went, I'll stand by the phones. So I don't know what happened 12 months ago, what people were saying, but I'm curious to know whether we're in line with the majority of these 38,000. Do well, we believe it would, would assist and help and, you know, deregulate, sorry, um, legalising it would help what's going on yeah. in let us, car parts, Let us know your thoughts. One triple three five three. That's our phone number, One triple three five three. I'm just doing, just my dad, Alf. <laughs> Just constantly rings in my head on this subject. You know, that marijuana's a gateway to heroin, boy. Mm, that's, that's yes, I, I did watch Reefer Madness in 1946, Dad. That's, yeah. that's actually not true. But what about the psychosis of marijuana? Yeah, there's all because of that. Because that's, that's a fact. Mm. Yeah. Isn't it? Like overuse and, yeah. and, and abuse of it. Yeah. Yeah, can lead to psychosis and mental health. I think that's been proven, yeah. Yeah, exacerbate mental health issues. A lot of it's been proven yep. because of the of, uh, black market that we have. It's constantly grown quickly and fast with yep. bad either chemicals or, um, well, mainly chemicals. Yeah, right. bad chemicals, And yeah. that is more of the cause than the natural out of the ground. Right, so you know it's the I mean. chemicals like, used to cultivate the crop. To make it fast, yeah. Right. People will even tell you that. Oh, yeah, no, I can't smoke that gear now. Yeah. As opposed to the 60s, Back 50s, 70s, whatever, when it was just actually off the plant. Interesting. Yeah, you hear that a lot, but yeah, I'm no expert either. I'm just going yeah. about what you hear at the pub and what yeah. people talk about. Alright. But yeah, it's um, like 80% of people, whatever that poll, 38,000 people. 83%. And uh, you know, we're at medicinal marijuana now. We're yeah. at, uh, you know, and, and it's funny to go back to my dad, but you know, that's how he saw it because that's how he was raised. Yeah. Uh, while he'd had 16 beers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Don't this, be smoking marijuana, boy. Pass not, me another bloody largey. <laughs> this is not even um, in the realm of medicinal marijuana. No. That's, that's completely no, separate I know. argument. No, I know. So, um, which, which makes this more inflammatory. Yes. Whether people think that, yeah, you should be able to grow, because um, the article goes on to say six plants for personal use, mm-hmm. And um, that's that's. Are you allowed they to smoke see. it in public? Like if it if no. it was legal, like you can't no. just walk down the street smoking a joint or anything. Could, could well, you? Or I, are you supposed to do it at home? Or the best thing to do is use Holland, Netherlands as yes. an example. Yeah. Okay. And no, you still can't roll down the street smoking a joint. So you have to right. go to like a cafe. You or... can go to the cafe, or you can buy it, but then take it home. Like you can't walk down the street with a bottle of beer. Yeah. True. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's exactly the same. And Canberra, closer to home. Because there's a certain amount that's legal down there. Yes. Isn't there? Uh, I think, yeah, you know what, I think you're right, but yeah. that's because politicians make everything good in Canberra. <laughs> yeah. you, can buy, make, you can buy beer at a petrol station in Canberra. Yeah. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can you? I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure you can buy alcohol just about anywhere in Canberra. Wow. Right. Um, Did not know that. But yeah, it's, I, I, look, there's so many facets to it, but I, I think it's just really, the, what do you call it, the, uh, the underground, people not admitting they yeah. smoke it. Um, but it's very, yeah, it's everyone's, not everyone, it's very popular, yeah. wrong word, but smoked a lot by a lot of people. Well, you can read that, right? Yeah, like so Boss Jace just said on the 20th of January 2020, so three years ago, ACT decriminalised cannabis nah, for people aged 18 years and above only. Mm-hmm. It's still a crime for anyone under 18 years, though, to possess or use cannabis. Yeah, so yeah. if you're under 18, you can't use it. Mm. It's Again, it's like alcohol. Yeah, it's wrong true. Like it's literally treated like a beer, mm. so to speak, or a wine. Yeah. Do you think it would help? <sighs> well, um, 
I, I think it would knock out a lot of the black market. Yeah, Same. For Definitely. sure. Same. Take it out of the hands of those that um, they're in it for profit. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're so regulated, though. Um, once, the, once it gets regulated, though, you'd probably be getting less and less of that gear that everyone's saying is what really knocks people around. Well, if you could grow it in your backyard in a couple of pots, you know, just mm. a bit of chicken manure. Yep. I can tell you what, in, in Adelaide, and I'm R- talking... Remind nine, me not to smoke 10 years. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but in 1996, uh, it was legal to grow your own in Adelaide, right? Yeah. And I still remember Betty, my mum in Queensland, when I gave her some seeds. I said, how's that going, mum? And she went, no tomatoes yet, love. <laughs> Tanya and Steve. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Realised last night, T, the downside of living alone and being awake at 2am, <laughs> you do some weird stuff. Yeah. And I was doing this. It's Look, now, it's since time began. I remember hearing this maybe even at school, but it's been so long, right? And I just read it. So I did it. I'm at home alone and I'm trying this physical little tr- okay, is physical this, trick. Can we talk about this on the radio? I'm going to get there. Okay. All right. Okay, excellent. Not that physical trick. Okay. <laughs> Again, no one of the downsides of living alone while you bring it up. But, okay. So I did. Yeah. I thought, okay. And then when I was doing it, I went, oh, this is just embarrassing, Steve. <laughs> you've got to go to work and get Teddy to do it so you've got a friend. Oh, God. So I'm, I'm going to so get you to do it. So am I. And now you have to, you're sitting down. Yeah. So you have to face me. Don't worry, I'm not filming. I'm reading. <laughs> Good. But, okay, here's what you have to do. Try it at home as well. It's very visual, I know, but try it at home. Have a crack yourself, Rise. Okay. You've got to be sitting, all right? All right. So while you're sitting in the chair, lift your right foot off the floor and make clockwise circles with your right foot, okay? Doing it. All right, probably a bit bigger than that. Right. right. Okay, now keep doing it. So make your right foot clockwise circles. Now, while you're doing it, okay, draw the number six in the air with your right hand and watch your foot flick. Oh, my God! (laughs) Mine flicked. Mine didn't. No, I know. I didn't think it would. (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't mine flick? No, it did. No, but it didn't. It did. Oh, it did it. It, yeah. it did. It did. I yeah. think it did a figure eight that time. Are you okay. wearing a skirt today, by the so, way? Yeah, I've got knickers on though. Today. Oh, <laughs> Gee, hey, oh, of course she has. It's Tuesday. Hey, <laughs> Tuesday's knickers day. Now let's go back to all right. Mm-hmm. We all just did it, so remember. It one clockwise, right foot clockwise. Hang on. Right, right clockwise. foot clockwise. Yep. Yeah. Write the letter six with your right hand in the air, and your what legs, happened? Your leg turns back the other way. And there's Ow. nothing you can do about Steve it. Kick me. All right. Steve, kick me, sir. <laughs> Oh, come on, that's enough. <laughs> now, uh, okay. So now that we've done that and I've proven, Riser, you did it, right? Yeah, 100%. Okay. I just tried it, tried it twice. It All right. Picture me at home alone at 2 a.m. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is my life. Aww. Oh, you poor, poor thing. Oh, I feel sad. But you can't. And I, I got determined. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to prove you wrong. I got determined to. You no. can't. Yeah, well, you can't. Well, listen, your homework tonight. Wow. Instead of doing that at 2 a.m., yeah. watch Puppetry of the Penis, then come in and show me. <laughs> you know that's Friday night. <laughs> it's Tanya and Steve. Cheeseburger. Expert Trevor Long from EFTM.com. He's all the way in San Francisco today. Hello, yeah, Trevi. I didn't pack a big enough jacket, I'll be honest. It's cool, freezing mate. cold here. Wow. What's the temp? Yeah. 
Look, it's, I don't know, six or seven outside. It looks 30 or 40 when you look out the window, and then you go, oops, it's not. You just get down to that pier and get yourself a seafood chowder. I don't care if you like it. <laughs> I do. Yeah, okay. Well, it's going to be hard to take one for the team there because I don't like it. Oh, so good luck oh, with that. Next the bread roll team. Right. Now, you must be over there for some techie thing, are you? That's right. Samsung flying me over here because later this week they'll announce their next big flagship smartphone. So that should be Thursday morning. Okay. Well, for now, though, let's talk about the price rise for KO. Yeah, I'm staggered by this. So one year ago, it was $25 to get KO. The KO Sports, lots of sports streaming. You could watch it on a couple of TVs at a time. So you could be watching something, your wife could be watching something else, whatever you like. Then in April last year, they put the price up to $27.50 and they introduced a new entry level, which was the same $25 price, you could only watch on one screen. Well, as of February, you can now pay $30 for that two-screen privilege. So it's gone from 25 to 30 in just one year, though it is still possible to get KO for 25 bucks. You can only watch it on one screen. So I think a lot of people this February will be thinking, hmm, do I need KO? How do I watch KO? Yeah. What's my priorities here? But I don't for many it'll be the first thing to go because we love our sports. Yeah. No, it is true. Uh, and I heard, I don't know who Rice was telling it's one of the few, because we always talk about this, KO is actually one of the f- easiest ones to opt out of. Yeah, it was super <laughs> and, easy for and us. that in yeah. itself, yeah. I find good. Yeah. And you know why? Because they know that it's seasonal. So yes. people come for the footy, yep. and then maybe a lot of them drop off, and so they come for different things. So they know we'll be back for the NRL. Yeah. <laughs> they just know mm. it. No, it's good. Um, what about the, um, the Sony announcing headphones for runners? These are a bit weird, I'll be honest. They're called the Float Run. They're like a hook over each ear and then a strap around the back of the head. But the actual earpiece, the speaker, if you like, sits outside your ear. Mm. So it's kind of floating, um, hanging outside your ear so that it's not in the air ready to fall out when you get sweaty. It's, uh, it's able to be sitting there when you're running or walking or at the gym and they're called the Float Run. So apparently very good sound quality still. We'll have to test them out. But $250-odd for a set of headphones that are made almost exclusively for people who are out running and at the gym. Not a bad little niche to fill for Sony. Interesting you say that. I was talking to a mate from JB Hi-Fi who said the uh, most common one they get brought back with those uh, in-ear ones is people gym over sweaters. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. actually get wet. <clears throat> Do um, you know how many I've gone through with there my you son? Are. Yeah. AirPods because if, he sweats if you are away. So these could be good for you. If you're sweating, these things will just fall out, and that's exactly what Sony's seen. And they've made these ones that hang and dangle outside your ear for that reason. Oh, Why so people like that on the quiet it, carriage on yeah, the train? Yeah, I was going to say, would it annoy other people? No, but is is the sound going through the bone conduction in the in the no. skull? No, it's coming. Nah. It's no, still coming that's, through. That's these a different style. It's still a, it's a little tiny speaker that's literally sitting outside your ear. So you're going to hear it if you're around that person. It's going to be annoying oh, if it's loud. Yeah. Correct. But again, these are made for people running or yeah. at the gym, so they're not made for you to be sitting next to someone on the bus or the train. It'd right. be literally like if you're walking along. You, it's like watching a Grand Prix. Yeah. And Exactly. Um, um, Trevi, just before we let you go, I've got a text, an email here from Netflix um, this morning, and it's saying someone has been signing into my device at 2.19 this morning. Um, I don't know whether that's true or it's a dodgy, but it does say in the email, remember, we only allow people in your household to use your account. So they're, 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 they're pushing that, they're but they're not. They're preparing you. They are preparing, preparing us, aren't they? preparing you for that so they, they can say, we told you this. Oh. So in the next few months, they can say, listen, people outside your household can't log in. Sorry, it's over. 
it's going to cost you more. Just realised, does it uh, also say on the bottom there, someone from Carrington trying to lock in? No, I reckon, <laughs> I reckon it was my dad. Ah. Um, but so, yeah, because that's the very first time I've seen the mm. email come mm. through, and as Trevor said, they're preparing us. So do you think they'll be able to cut off where they can see other people logging into our accounts in the coming months, yep. Trev? They will. They'll oh. be able to stop those additional uh, logins that are happening at the same place regularly um, over months. They'll be able to detect it and block it. Oh, Bugger! What a relief. <laughs> I, I don't have to... Sorry uh, to my I, mother-in-law. I, but yeah, well, right. yeah. You know, I don't have to disconnect my ex. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Netflix did it. Mm, true. <laughs> All right, Trev, we appreciate that. Travel safe home. Enjoy San Fran. No worries. Okay. Bye. There's Trevor Long, EFTM.com. Check him out. Everything for the man. That's his website. He's got everything tech-related. You get that control now, haven't they? They do whatever they like and you just go, oh, sorry, I don't know, Netflix did it or whatever did it. When you were saying you were up at 2 o'clock doing the hand thing, we had to be with us earlier to understand that, Um, I thought maybe it was you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, isn't that interesting? Because that's the first time I've seen, be warned, we only allow people in your household. I had one the other day, Amazon Prime, I think for my Alexa. Yeah. Uh, music. Uh, it was from Perth. Signed in. Yeah, we said, oh, we're attempting from Perth. Really? And, but like you just said, we don't know what's dodgy or not I anymore. No. Nah. You I, know, click I know. here, you go, oh, I don't know, what am I doing? I what I'm doing? So I just went home and said, Alexa, play something she did, and went asked to work, and I'm good. It's <laughs> <laughs> Tanya and Steve. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Turn it up, loud All steel shed. Not sure if you caught this yesterday, but we found out the two teams that will play in the NFL Super Bowl on February 13. Mm. And there's a former Aussie NRL player who'll be right in the thick of it all. Jordan Mailata is part of the Philadelphia Eagles squad. He played junior footy for the Bulldogs and South Sydney five years ago. Scouts saw him playing league and drafted him into the NFL's International Pathway Program and basically taught him the game. Before that, he knew nothing. I uh, first heard of the Super Bowl when uh, Beyonce was performing at halftime show. Um, So shout out to uh, Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) That was Jordan yesterday. Now, 10 years on from Beyonce's halftime show, he's now on a four-year, $60 million contract and will be just the... (laughs) Third Aussie not bad, is it? to feature in the greatest show on earth yeah. Monday week and the first who's not a kicker. I was just about to ask that very question. What's yeah. his position? Well, his job is basically to protect the quarterback. And at 165 kilos... He's a big boy. He's pretty good at it. But gotcha. can't you tell, just from that little grab JR played, I imagined a man mountain yeah. just from his voice. Yeah. So he is that. Play it again. Play the first one again. Here we go. We've got that one. I uh, first heard of the Super Bowl when uh, Beyonce was performing at a halftime show. <laughs> little uh, accent. So shout out to uh, yeah, Beyonce. Little... Now, 165 kilos. Yeah. But on top of being a big gridiron star, yeah. in all manners of the word, he loves his singing and has actually appeared on the US version of The Masked Singer. Because I'm a cowboy. This is him singing. So we have a fascinating scenario in the city of Philadelphia. The most hated sports star in the city is Aussie Ben Simmons. Yeah. $200 million man who left their NBA team. Fast forward two weeks, the most loved sports star could also be an Aussie. Given they thrashed the 49ers yesterday, they are starting as favourites to beat 
the Kansas City Chiefs. So we'll talk more about Jordan on Super Bowl Day, I'm sure. But I just loved his quote too. A lot of American athletes thank God or their teammates yeah. for the victory. For him, it was Queen B Beyonce. <laughs> there yeah. you go. And he must be pretty well known if he's going to be on the Mars Singer. I know. Yeah. Oh, and... Come on, mate. What about the people that have ears? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's just hand them, hand them a list of names to you now. <laughs> what about his family, JR? Are they still here? There's a couple that, and they all played league as well. Yeah. So in, I think it's Condell Park in right. Sydney. So they weren't really. Aren't. They weren't really happy. The only person he thanked for his career was Beyonce. <laughs> 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 Samoan oh, Heritage, and yes, the school and everyone in uh, from his former school will get right behind him. Together, because I spotted it yesterday, we thought, yeah, we just started throwing it around to each other, so we thought we'd give everyone, um, listen to the show, a crack at it. And the question is, most distinctive or one distinctive singing voice? You hear the song and you go, or the singer and you go, ah, it's blah. Straight away, you know, yeah. um, just from a bar or two, who that person is. So, yes, that's the list. The most distinctive singers on the planet. Who are they? Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. One, triple, three, five, three. What do you think they are? Have you guys got some examples? A giant standout to me is John Farland. Well, you know Johnny's voice. Straight don't away, you? don't you? Yeah. You're kind of yeah. just like, oh, yeah, there you are. Yeah. Not just you or the voice. I mean, the list is, he has a very unique voice. Of course. Um, one of his. Got a bit of Johnny here. One That's interesting, right? Did you deliberately pick his worst? <laughs> <laughs> bit of chain reaction there. Um, one of his, um, one of the guys that he did a duet with at one point is Jimmy Barnes. I reckon you. Absolutely. You know a Jimmy song. You know it. <laughs> Very distinct. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And like, okay, we know we're playing their songs, but if you heard them singing something completely different, you'd, know. you'd still know their voices. That's yes. that's that's the way they make it onto the list of the most distinctive voices. Yep, for sure. Okay, we got Gabby from Madawi. Hey, Gabby, who's yours? Hey, guys. I reckon it's got to be Freddie Mercury and Queen. Like, not only have you got the... Sorry, yeah, keep going, Gabby. No worries. Not only have you got the very distinctive voice of Freddie Mercury, but also Brian May's guitar is, is quite unique as well. True, true, true. Yeah. Love that. No, Freddie's a standout. Yeah. For Definitely. sure. Thank you, Gabby. We'll um, go to uh, Vito here, I think. Vito, if she had to sing the phone book, what would the singer that would have the most distinctive voice be to you? Cindy Lauper. So true. You actually, you, that's a good point. Yeah. You, Cindy, and you go, oh, yeah. Got a bit of Cindy. Oh, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, she has got a You can't mistake any other singer for her. No, true, it's true. true. And even when she did the, you know, True Colours and the, yeah. there's a distinct New York accent in there, yeah. too. She yeah. She doesn't hide. Love it, Vito. Oh, Thank Craig's you. got a great one. Hi, Craig. What one is there yours? You go, Oh, an Aussie icon, James Rain. Oh, Craig. 100%. What was that, James? What did you say then? That kind of behaviour. Tell me he doesn't say you dribble in my bong in beautiful people. There you are. (laughs) Oh, I'm with you, mate. Is is that what it sounds like? Oh, who knows? I've never heard that one before. I love that. I think I'll be old up up the bowl. (laughs) It's But it is, you're right, so distinct. Yeah. That is very good. Chris is a garden suburbs. Who do you think's got the most distinctive singing voice, Chris? Uh, I'd have to say Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. Have you seen the meme that floats around now with um, one of the Pearl Jam songs that there's not a single lyric you can pick? <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, I've got an example of uh, Eddie's voice here. Very distinct. 
interesting. I don't think oh, yeah. he opens his lips, does he? Not really. It's or um, sung in the back of the throat. It's just such a yeah. But you're right. That mm. known thing. Apparently, he's bringing an album out of covers. Is he? But 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 really makes them sound good. Well, and one of them is U 2s one, and it's brilliant. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. He actually says the words. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy's at Charlestown. Wrap it up for us, Sandy. Who's got the most distinctive voice on the planet? Morning, team. My thought is Celine Dion. Oh. Well, yeah. Oh, we've... Come on. No, yeah. my sister loves her. I Sandy. do too. I love her. I love her talent. She has got the probably the most distinctive female voice. Have a listen. Oh, no, and that's a fair call, Sandy. Okay, what it's about what oh. about this one, Adele, Sandy? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. she's oh, sure. got Yeah, voice. you're right. You hear her and you know, don't you? Yeah. 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 You know the difference between Celine and Adele I found, though? What's that? Uh, Adele doesn't destroy songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she, a bit of an over-singer, isn't she, Celine? Oh! Yeah. That's yeah, There you go. That's mm. what it is for me. Yeah. She'll oversing anything she's given. Yeah. But with a great voice, I know. I know. Here's but, a bit yeah. of Adele. Oh, she's a powerful voice, too. And that one from the 90s, we, uh, we can't let it slip by because everyone said, oh, you know, they're just copying the Beatles and all that. But really, the moment you hear this, any Liam Gallagher Oasis song, yeah. you know his voice straight up, don't you? Yeah. So true. I don't want you to know what this voice is. Oh, you'll know the song. That's the problem. Um, who's this? No one said Bob Dylan. No one did say Bob There's Dylan. There's a lot of Did you have to get the grab, right? Yeah. yeah. So I've got a bit of a Bob okay, Dylan Okay, I'm going to guess this. Oh, wait, that's still that that's, Oasis there. Sorry about that. That's all right. Rosie's working overtime over there. Bobby. Yeah. But as far as females go, mm-hmm. I want to see if, yeah, you know this one. I love Pink. Pink, yeah. She's up there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. She's actually got a new song, which um, I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, that's Pink. You, like you said, you know, those distinctive voices. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of the new song, <laughs> well, but I think but the other stations are playing it. Yeah. I still yeah. remember giving a really good friend tickets to go and see her, and I'm talking years ago now. Yeah. You know how she does the big shows. Sure. For people, right? And well, apparently, uh, when she took the uh, eight-year-old niece with her, said, oh, it's a bit raunchy, Steve. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I do remember that do concert, because a lot of little girls at school were going. Yes. yes. Yeah. Was the fun fun house tour? Was it? I think it might have been when she was upside down. Yeah. You know, singing. You know, Apparently like there was a huge blow up thingies like yes, around as well. There was. Watch <laughs> you, Steve. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had to block her eyes. Do you want to hear the new pink song? Have you guys heard this? Go for it. Okay. Here, here's the new pink one. Straight away, as you said, you know it's her. Yeah. You can Love just hear that. the voice and listen yeah. to the beat. It's eighties. It is very That's 80s. It's, that, it's what's going on now, big time. You haven't listened to it. Yeah. Like yeah. up stuff, they've just gone back to new order. Tanya and Steve's. On the line. Being on the line, man. Well, you know, Steve, we were just talking about Chris Minns and the fact that, um, that there's profile maybe needs to be raised a little bit. Yes. When we talk to our listeners, in at least. But one of the things Labor are taking to the next election is um, they're concerned about kids, our kids, and their screens, mm. and the screen addictions our children are facing. Oh, absolutely. Like, you just, you can, to the point now where you see four kids sit down, and they're all looking at their phones, and even on the same couch texting each I other. Know. It's weird, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
Uh, well, there's new how they communicate. Yeah, well, there's new research out at the moment that says kids. This is in Australia. Kids aged eight and under are spending an average of two and a half hours per day on their screens. This mm. is little kids, mm. eight and under, that used to do things like play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, with yeah. other kids or either well, ride a bike or whatever it is. Mm. How do they fit two and a half hours on a screen into their day? Yeah. No, well, I don't know, unless they're on, you know, games. Well, that's what they're saying. Or art games. I don't know. And with this, there is uh, an alarming statistic that short-sightedness in Australia is on the rise mm-hmm. because of the screen time our kids are being allowed to have. It'd be interesting, wouldn't it, if you talk to, um, you know, optometrists about it? Yeah. They'd, oh, know. Yeah. They'd go, yeah, look, there is an increasing number of kids uh, due, to, due to just constantly looking at that screen. Mm-hmm. Getting glasses. Uh, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on this rise with the little kids? Yeah, so I've obviously had the kids home for a long time over the school holidays, yeah. and I reckon my kids are, if they're pretty outdoorsy, active kids, if I let them ro- just roll with a, a screen, a device. a device, they'd be on it all day. Of course they would. So I literally have to put in, I, I set an alarm on our um, little um, Apple thing, like they get about an hour a day, I reckon. Yeah. Maximum. So yeah. I'll do 30 minutes maybe at lunchtime if we've already done something. Yeah. And then later on that afternoon I'll go, okay, you guys can chill out. Yeah. Here's your iPads. Mm. Go for it. But yeah, I think two and a half hours, that's a lot of time. It does seem a lot. Whereas they used, to, they used to be like um, just colouring in even or doing building blocks or yeah. playing with Lego now or something like YouTube. that. Now they're seriously watching YouTube yeah. or Kids Messenger is a big thing as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's uh, yeah. a long time for kids uh, to be scaring it, a screen. It's another thing that parents have to um, guard yep. and another rule, I guess, a lot of people put into place oh, about yeah. how much time you give your kids. Yeah. I even notice my kids, if they have a little bit more, like say one day they, they do more, they're actually less attentive, they don't listen as much, they're, like, their behaviour's worse. Of course. Because this they're kind on of... YouTube looking at good parents. <laughs> <laughs> they're going, oh, look, why aren't you more like this person? That's true. But, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's it's a scary road we're all travelling down. Yeah. And yep. there's everything so addictive as well. There's, like, mm. bright colours and mm. flashy oh, lights. Yeah. Well, it's aimed at targeted. Yeah. And that's why they tell us, even, as adults, mm. don't be on your screen at least an hour before bedtime. Yeah. Because it doesn't bode uh, well uh, for an, a restful sleep. As I've always said, that kid uh, that's playing soccer or or at training or at swimming when they look up to be, look what I'm doing, mum or dad, and mum and dad looking at the phone. Yep. Then you go home and tell the kid to get off the I phone. We need to be looking at ourselves. Yeah. Yep. That's what's going on here. <laughs> yeah. You know, we need Definitely. to be looking at ourselves, then parting it down yeah. the track. Yes. Do as I do, yeah. not as I say. Get off your phone. Yeah. Why don't you? <laughs> it's Tanya and Steve. Start your day off with Tanya and Steve and save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Maths returned to our TV screens last night. Now, bear with me on this, okay? Because there'd be a lot of people going, who cares? Well, I, I cared last night. Yeah. Because it was a beautiful story. We're going to get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. But remember the other day we were talking about it with John Aiken, the guy from Maths? Yeah, I asked him if there was anyone over 40 in it. Yes, you did. You did. Yeah, and uh, I did turn over for five minutes and spotted her. <laughs> Oh, no, so you know about her. I'm exaggerating. It wasn't five minutes. Oh, wasn't it? All I needed was two. Her name's Melissa. This is her. I like to see myself actually as a little freak in the sheets. I'm no regular mum. Warning, warning. (laughs) I am sassy. I am loud. And I love to spice things up. I love role-playing. 
yeah, sex is huge for me. I say I'm like a freak in the sheets, you know what I mean? Like, I look like a girl from next door, but I'm a freak in the sheets. She said it over and over again, oh, yes, we get she it. Did. She didn't get the memo that uh, people under 40 think it's icky for people over 40 to talk about sex. They really do, and that was evident last night with some of the girls that were kind of subjected mm. to her freak in the sheet comment. Yes. Anyway, let's move on to... Where's the, a nice story, T? This is beautiful. So we've got 27-year-old Lindell, who's an accountant from WA. Yeah. And she married, uh, and I think he's 27 as well, Cameron, who is a chippy from far north Queen, uh, far the outback, really. Yeah, okay. Um, now, what you need to know is this. I reckon we've really hit it off. There is something I wanted to talk to you about, though. Okay. Um, anyway, um, so I think, like, yeah, um, I have a chronic illness called cystic fibrosis. I don't know if you know anything about it. I know about it. You know about it? Yeah. Like, well? Yeah. Uh, we had a mate pass away. She had it back in Grafton. No way. Yeah. It's why you have trouble breathing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. So I know what it does and I know how deadly it is. But the story goes on, Steve. Mm. Lindell um, was approved for the cystic fibrosis drug earlier uh, in the year. Like this is last year, obviously. Yeah. Um, Trikafta, and it's it's given her life. She avoided relationships, and because of this drug, um, whereas once upon a time, you sadly they they you know pass away at, at a young age. Yeah. Um, but Lindell's been given the gift of life. Oh, that's great. And she's got a normal I life. I haven't heard about this. Drug. Well, normal life expectancy, mm. and we've. Got Got said happy bride with us now. Hello, Lindell. Good morning, guys. How are we? Very well. Hey, how good's that, Lindell? How long have you been on it, mate? And what did it did it immediately um, help, or did it take a while to get it into your system? Oh, um, I started in May last year, right. and um, honestly, it was making differences within the first day. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah, it was. It was so much quicker and so much more effective than I ever thought it was going to be. So, it was, yeah, it's been incredible. You told us in the show last night that your lung function went from 60% to 90%. Now, but you mm-hmm. also said, Linda, which kind of caught my attention, that you have to be approved for this drug. So how do you get on, on the trial or how did you get approved? Because there's so many families in the Hunter right now um, that would be aware of this, but I'm curious, can everybody access it? Um, so at the moment, um, I think it's approved for anyone over the age of six. Right. It's either six or 12. Okay. Um, it was a really long fight by the CF community to get this drug approved in Australia. We were like, you know, there, there's so many other countries in the world that approved this drug so long ago and there's so much evidence to say that it's met, that it's made just such a massive difference. So... It was it was like every three months or so we were applying to get it approved to be on the PBS in Australia and we were getting rejected and it was just this constant like back and forward of like getting your hopes up and then and then getting disappointed but um, it's it's been approved now and um, most of the adult community have been on it for at least a year or almost a year now and yeah it's just been. It's gonna, it's gonna tank everything for the CF community. That's amazing. It's hard to imagine, isn't it, to go through unless you've had it. What you've gone through to opening up your breathing, it, I can't even imagine how life-changing that is, mate. Yeah, no, I mean, like it has changed everything about every day of my life. Literally, like in ways that I didn't even think it would. 
Well, and yeah. for the purpose of the show, it's given you the, the, you know, the hope of a long and lasting relationship and kids and whatever else you want to do with your life. So let's get to that. Cameron, <laughs> is, is, is this still a little love story? Because I looked at you guys last night and I'm thinking, please last. I want you guys to be the couple that ends up old and married. <laughs> oh, Cam is like, Cam was incredible. Like, like on, on the wedding day, he was just so lovely and sweet and made me feel so secure and seen and like, yeah, like I can't commend him enough for the way that he, he handled everything that I had to tell him, but also just, just, you know, the welcome that I got and his friends are all incredible as well. They had nothing but lovely things to say about him. Um, and yeah, he's, yeah, he's amazing. Imagine if he was wearing a top hat. When you walk down right the aisle and you went, Oh, well, that's cool, it goes with the outfit and it wasn't until you got to the reception when he took his hat off and you saw the man bun. Oh my goodness, the man bun. It's monstrous. <laughs> and the other thing that um we all saw last night was when well, my, everyone's heart stopped when Cameron started talking about his um five or twenty one week old um baby boy by the name of whatever it was. What did you think at that point? Because for those that don't know, it was a dog, but we all thought it was a baby. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean like I love dogs, so I was I was like double relieved when I found out it was a dog. But when he first said, I've got a 21 week old at home, I was like, go home. Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be good if he went, she doesn't know I'm on. Um, you yeah, were talking yeah, about. I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> you actually mentioned Cameron past tense when yeah, we were was, talking about that. that Lindall. You mentioned twice in the past tense. So that gives me the impression you two aren't together. Oh, no, no. He's um, he's travelling for work today. I just meant, like, on the day he was amazing. Oh, oh that's good yeah. to know. That's good to know. All right. All right. Well, let's get to the villain, or so it seems. Harrison. My oh, God. What a special individual he is, Stephen. Listen to this. Harrison was married to Bronte last night. For yep. those that don't know, Harrison in his package said, my girlfriend cheated on me, but lucky I'm still young and hot. See, so, again, <laughs> I turned on that bit. <laughs> Now, now, Lyndall, are we going to change our opinion or is Harrison just going to cement what we already think and he's a douche? Um, I'll say say what I always say, and I think that Harrison is one of the most entertaining people to observe. Oh, he's a douche. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he lost me, I'll be honest with you, when he went, well, I don't want to be 50 when all my options are over. So how about you shut up, mate, you douche. Oh, Oh, well. Still breathing. Well, it's good to talk to you. It's wonderful that, um, you know, it's such a great great story to follow. Mm. And uh, we wish you all the very, very best. I hope you and Cam are still together. Oh, thank you. All right. Go on, you little. She's well saying done, nothing. No. What do you reckon? Are I they together or not? We should give her a pair of scissors for that man bun. But apart from that... <laughs> Sounds promising. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know? Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. The only the only bad thing is there's a lot of distance between Perth and North Queensland. Who's going to be the one to move states? Well, move she's their lives still in over? Perth. That's where we've got her today. Yeah. Okay. So, well, maybe he's moved. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, mm. I'm curious. Do you always forget how long ago they filmed it? Uh, you know what I mean? Would have been last yeah, year. Yeah, but that's when you get the judge of when she like, slipped a little bit. I don't think it's as long that. ago right. as what we no. because a lot of the weddings were summer. Yeah. So okay. and as well, if she started her drug in May. Yeah. Uh, of last year? Yeah. Maybe. Anyway. Yeah. Mm. Um, yes, place your bets. We can revisit all of this. Absolutely. I'm, I'm hooked, as Steve said, for about, what do I usually last? Uh, three shows. Three then you shows. convince <laughs> us to watch it. Then we come in and go, you know what, they will do this. I'm not doing that on the show. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the most popular entertainment. We're here to be entertained. That's entertainment. That's entertainment.
Spot. So I'm talking to you about another show that you haven't watched. <laughs> Good God. What it's, one now? It's Australian Idol. Oh, it's, please, wait a minute. Hang on. Just wait. You just stop. Where's my calendar? It's 7.30. It's 2023, not 2008. <laughs> well, it came back last oh. night on 7 and 7 Plus. Right. Um, 7.30. It's on again tonight. And, yeah, look, there were fantastic auditions, mm-hmm. but there's also a revolving door of duds, let's be honest, it's and that's funny. why we love it. Well, and that's why they canned it in 2008. You they literally canned the show because there was so much pushback now of it being a freak show and everyone, you know, piling on bad yeah, singers. Yeah. So that's why I was shocked they brought it back. Well, they're doing it and they're not shying away from showing us. Yeah, okay. Um, like this one, for instance. This is 19-year-old Imogen Liddell. Um, let's just say it wasn't great mm. and she doesn't know how to take no for an answer. Your touch, your skin... Where do I begin? (laughs) No words can explain the way I'm missing you. Can I lay by your side? Sam Smith action there. Reminds me so many friends of mine think if I need to sing well, I'll go louder. (laughs) No. Doesn't work. Well look, the four judges were um, they weren't even kind. They just said no basically go. Um, But she, yeah, she couldn't take no for an answer. Could you give me the opportunity to prove you wrong? This was the opportunity. Three no's. Imogen, it's a no from me. Yeah, but really, I feel that, please, please, I promise you. You You have to be respectful of the process too, Imogen. Like, there's other people waiting. You had your chance. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, I'm really glad I came too. Thank you. Thank you. Écoutez-moi. Moi, la chanteuse à demi, parlez de moi. She does have a crack in French. Mm. Well, who'll be laughing when she wins the French Australian Idol? <laughs> that Sounds better in French, yeah. yeah. That doesn't make go. sense. Anyway, <laughs> Maybe so, just French Idol. Yeah, French Idol. <laughs> French you knew what you meant. <laughs> Australian singers and speakers. But anyway, so look, I love the fact that they aren't shying away from showing us the funny ones. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I know. But Don't, what blows my mind? Who stands there mm. and goes, you know what? I'm a bit of all right. I'm going to go to an Australian Idol no, audition. It, it, no, it's not the person who stands there. Oh, blame the parents. It's the, the parents. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Right? I was thinking the um, same thing. She, that person, and all the ones you see, right? They either have lying friends. <laughs> yep. Or no friends. I know. <laughs> and parents that, yeah. I mean, Just as go, parents, you go, go for it, love. Yeah. You'll, oh, you'll be great. Yeah, live Absolutely. your dreams. You're, <laughs> you're beautiful. Yes. Yeah. And she's probably sung happy birthday to everybody's birthday and her parents love it. <sighs> Don't you reckon? Absolutely. Yeah. Without question. Yeah. <laughs> Just look, if, if you feel like you're off key, go louder. <laughs> <laughs> Australian Idol, if you want to check it out, it's back on tonight at 7 30. Piper Butcher on tonight? Yeah. A Piper Butcher. Australian. Yeah. Our mate, Piper's our, on. Our favourite. I don't our favourite local. To say it, though. Flip over to Piper and then turn it back off like everyone else. Go local favourite, Piper Butcher, tonight on Australian Idol. Woo. Point out, I started this trend by, yes. by confessing, confessing five years ago that Karen and I sleep in separate beds and. That turned out well. <laughs> well, that's that's why we've kind of never really touched it, or I've never thought to go down that route because you two broke up and yeah. you were sleeping in separate beds. No, it wasn't that. We did that for years with hours difference and you oh, know, yeah. her horrendous snoring. Well, <laughs> but <laughs> Not now, mine. Not mine. Now, I'm su- super surprised at the amount of young people yeah. that are sleeping in separate beds in their relationship. Open the gate. Well, <laughs> even our, our own boss, Jace. Who we've dragged in, you sleep in separate beds from your Absolutely. Lo- lovely wife, Lofty. Yes. So 
probably for a year now. And there it's you probably go. the best year of sleep I've had. And it took you a year to confess to us. Oh, no, I'm all on board for it. I right. think you've just got to. I think there's so much stigma around people going, if you don't sleep in the same mm. bed, you have a bad relationship. But yeah, if you have a child coming in <laughs> mm. and then three of you are tired and three of you are grumpy, mm. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. I'm, go- I'm going. So everyone can have their own sleep. Yep. Life's fine, guys. Yeah. But how do you visit? Visit? Yeah, as in, no, like a little yeah, knock on the door. You know what I'm talking about. I'm also about. aware of the time. I am too. <laughs> do you want me to show you the roster? <laughs> no, yeah. You just put a little roster up on the it's fridge, don't you, yeah. Dave? Pops up, snooze. Yeah. There you are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, Wednesday, so, 9.30. Okay, so it's a calendar reminder. There we are. All right. Um, <laughs> very romantic. <laughs> but it is more common. No, it's more romantic to look at no sleep and snore and hate each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think it's so common. I think a lot of people do it more so than we would probably talk about like and it's all about getting sleep if you're not getting so sleep, many do it so, mate that's you feel awful yeah that's the whole point that's what I, I really had noticed about this whole conversation is how many people now fess up well can we open it was up- like a taboo subject before because everyone think your relationship was over exactly we will open up the phone lines right now if you're willing to talk about it one triple three five three because i told you guys that after um coming from having my eyebrows last week my eyebrow girl sleeps in a separate bed from her husband yes and it's like, wow. How old would how, she be? I don't know. I don't ask. Like but 30s? she's young. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Oh, I know a couple. Oh God, I will not say their name. Yeah. Uh, under 30 anyway. Really? Yep. So been, are you, you've been together four years? Really? One upstairs, one downstairs. I'm, I'm super surprised with this. Really? I, I am. I really am. Yeah. Yeah. And your chances of getting... <laughs> okay. Kids are in the car, yeah, going back to like, school. Yeah, but like, is minimized. If yep. they've only been together four years, they still love each other. Right, and they should be Rosie, he's trying a bit harder. <laughs> Mate, you should just stop him. <laughs> God's sake. Uh, we're curious to know, are you willing to confess that you do sleep in separate beds and why and how's it going for you? Much more exciting if you pay a visit. <laughs> One, triple, three, five, three. I'll be waiting for the door to knock all night. Though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she'd put a double one on her. Hello, yeah, Mark. On Mark, her. Mark from Newcastle. Do you do it, mate? Yeah, Steve. Uh, pretty much, mate. It's been the whole time we've been married. Yeah. How long is that, Mark? Uh, oh, Tanya, she'll kill me. No, uh, I can't remember. Oh. Mate, we've, been together, we've been together about 20 years. Due to your snoring, is it? Oh, apparently I snore. I've no. never heard myself. Uh, no, it's not true, mate, sir. <laughs> um, what about kids? Did you manage to have a few of those along the way? Uh, we've got one son together, yeah. Okay. All right. So there must have been a calendar invite at some point. I don't know. Mark made it sound like an accident. <laughs> no, no. This one, this one was planned. Okay. Uh, but, yep. No, we, we do. We have a schedule. Um, yeah, it's not romantic, but... Um, Whatever works. My wife's, my wife's not interested, but I am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like the fact, Mark, to be honest with you, Rise, he's making out like his is romantic. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, yeah. you, you're still you together, so that's the main I'm thing. I'm still smitten with my wife. And, you know, honestly, we are so in love. It's ridiculous. Like, we're, we're still in love. Of like course. It's so Oh, Mark. Nah. That's beautiful. And my sister, I just realised it's the same, and her husband, Graham, my brother-in-law, just like you. No, well, hang on. No, no, no. You know, he was very insistent. They stay together. Yeah. So she moved to the next room. And they're okay? 
last couple of years, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, they sleep fantastically. Well, wasn't it funny what Mark said, though? He's still smitten. Mm. He doesn't think his wife is, but no. he's still madly yeah. in love with her. No, you just pushed through, Mark. <laughs> oh, Jenna from Rayworth's giving us a call Too expensive well. to get divorced. Janet, you sleep in separate beds as well? We sure do. I've got a snorer. Ah, yes. Okay. And but not only a snorer, he makes the weirdest noises through the night. You'd swear there was a ghost in the house. It's uh, just, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you two been married? Uh, just over 12 months. There you go. Okay. So freshly married and living in separate bedrooms. Yep, we sure do. Okay. That means you'll still be married. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope we'll be married for a long, long time. Yeah. Well, the other question I have, though, Janet, with these separate bedrooms, do you sort of decorate them like they're, you know, your bedroom and his bedroom, or is it just visiting the spare room to have a sleep? It's basically visiting the spare room to have a sleep. Like That's we've a good got point. guests or we've got family staying. He's allowed to come into, well, I call it my room, but he calls it our room. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, so Janet, while you're here, I'm going to blow Ryan's intended mind, okay? What? All right. You know, we, we, you, you two both not really on board. Yeah, no. Okay, no. right? No. Now, when you go away together, yes. right, and then go in a hotel room, yeah. well, nothing's on, you don't do it all the time. When you sleep in separate rooms and you go away, <laughs> bingo. Really? It's exciting. Yeah. It's I different. St- okay. I still get really excited, though. Oh, yeah. With hotel rooms, I mean. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I just mean they're like, wow, this well, is a different thing. Doing it together. As opposed to, oh, yeah, well, here we go again. Oh. I won't get any sleep because you snore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah true on it, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, I, no, I, it's not for me. I think I'd miss him too much. We'd both end up sleeping in the spare bed. Yeah, well, mm. there's that too. Yeah, Michael would have to lock it if he left. <laughs> just like, just like Lucy was right. Hundred percent. You're a couple of pests, quite frankly. <laughs> Start your day off with Tanya and Steve, and save this summer with sixty thousand dollars off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Turn it up, loud and clear,